years. And now it's really the time for all of us as a community to stand up and to make our voices heard and demand better going forward. So hopefully as this weekend kicks off, everyone will make a personal pledge to get involved and get engaged. And hopefully this is just the start as we move forward through this year. With both the school board and the city council's new leadership, we can chart a new direction in our city and Oakland is positioned to influence what happens around the world. So hopefully this is just the start as we really work to reclaim Dr. King's legacy of radical liberation of all peoples. So thank you and please everyone, let's get involved and let's make this change happen. Thank you, Mike, for joining us this morning. Um, I'm gonna have Daniel once again put in the chat the link to the actions that are happening um, through, over the weekend. Um, COVID says we can't be outside, but it doesn't mean that we can't be organizing and doing what we do, right? Demanding liberation, justice, and equity in the city of Oakland. Um, Mayor Schaaf's probably happy because this will be the first year in seven years that we actually don't end up on her doorstep. Um, <laughs> so there's the benefit, uh, I guess, for her there. Um, but there, in addition to actions and teachings and webinars, there are some major campaigns that are being announced this weekend. And so I'm gonna turn it over to my friends um, in, in the Oakland Education Association to talk about um, the fight for black students. I'm gonna start with- All right, just about uh, left or two here. So unfortunately gonna head out. We will be posting a link to this entire uh, press conference on our page, weeklyrev.org. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you'd like to donate, please do so, weeklyrev.org. We've got a Patreon up there. Uh, any amount you can donate would be super helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm gonna just call it, call it a day. Uh, take care, and we'll be back next week. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. 
involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxian Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento. At tw- and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy. Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida. 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF. 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. St. Valentine's Day Mascara streaming live on Facebook Sunday, February 14th, 11 a.m. An international affair hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a carnal couple? 
Are you longing for some lecherous lines? Is it seduction from a sultry sonnet that you're seeking? Or would you rather be ravaged by rhythm and drive? Care to venture a little voyeuristic versification with this lyrical libertine? Or could this wanton wordsmith leave you with an appetite for an allegorical adultery? Why not slake your literary lustings in a personal one-on-one? St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. 14th of February 2021. 11am PST Facebook Live. A date for everyone. Hosted by Ms. Noir. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Vinyl, 
Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scato Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. This is Tuchel Matters with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, Regression and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Starting up this open mic right now. Because it's six o'clock and it's time for everyone to take their chairs six feet apart. Look at that. Six feet distance from one another. Choose a chair that's six feet apart. Choose a choose a chair that's six feet apart. It's a new game. It's like it's like musical chairs, except that there's only a couple of them. So all the chairs are distanced, six feet apart. Of course, everyone's wearing masks. Of course they are, listening audience. Why wouldn't they be? Uh, uh, there are unicorn cupcakes up at the front. If anybody needs sustenance, there is sugar at the front of the stage. You are welcome to take those. They are made by Hostess, not by me. So they have nothing in them except sugar. Yay, just sugar. There's no... Grumpy nose at all. Yay. All right. Uh, hey, Aaron, do a favor. 
for me and throw me that list so that we can get started with this crazy open life. Hell yeah. I looked through a book today of clean, I thought might they might be clean jokes and thought about, all right, that's a list. That's relatively full and exciting and uh, no, uh, we have to be clean outside at the 7 o'clock show, but in here you can fuck swear all you want. You can talk about your dirty, dirty dick. You can talk about schmegma or schmegma farms. You can talk about harvesting your vaginal yeast to have yeast to bake bread in these crazy COVID times. You can talk about anything you want. doesn't matter. Dirty, clean, whatever. We're inside. Yeah, sh- dipping your balls in schmaltz. Yeah, you could have some confit balls right there. We can get, we can get started on that. Hey, he's the first one up tonight. Thanks, everybody, for donating 2 to $5 for Mutiny Radio because, oh, my gosh, it's so expensive and COVID is crazy. And I didn't get that last grant. I just got a thing in the mail today. They're like, you did not get the grant. 4,000 people applied for, oh, 75 spaces, and we don't give a fuck about Mutiny Radio. That's what the city told me. It's okay. No, they do. I'm sure they do. All right, but I give a fuck about all the comedians tonight. Uh, it's going to be four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear a horn. That means you have a minute left to wrap it up. Uh, And then also if you're a new comedian, you can know what a minute feels like. That's kind of why I do it with the horn, because then you know. And it's radio, so everyone can hear you fuck up if you run the light. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Got my stopwatch going. Your first comedian, it's his first time here at happy hour, so you better clap your motherfucking hands together. Put them together for Thomas! Hello! Oh, I miss sports, everyone. I miss sports. Do any of you nerd nerds uh, miss sports yourselves? No? No, I don't think you do, because you're at a Friday night independent radio comedy show. I'm going to go ahead and wager that uh, you're, all, you're all big nerds. But I miss sports a lot. I miss trash talk, probably the most about sports. Grown men yelling aggressive things at point-blank range at each other's face. Where else is that sort of heralded, praised in society, other than maybe Bravo Network or something like that? I've tried listening. Th- I've tried watching uh, Real Housewives. It just doesn't quite do the trick for me, quite honestly. There's always the threat of violence, but there's not enough violence to be totally fair. Um, shout out to my Vickies out in the crowd, my Vitches. Any Vicky fans here? What a pioneer. I'm glad that nobody knows who the fuck she is. Okay, moving on. Um, some of my favorite trash talk is the things that athletes yell at each other that have just lost meaning over the years. Like if anyone does anything hype, anything in a stadium, what are the first two words out of every fan's mouth, every player's mouth? Let's go! Let's go! Y'all ready to go somewhere? Let's go! Where are we going? Fuck are we going? It's the top of the first inning, Dad. Double play ball. Let's go! Buzzer beater shot. Let's go! Girlfriend denies proposal of his of her boyfriend in front of 20,000 screaming fans. Let's go! You dodged a bullet, my dude. Another one that I really love is uh, uh, when people are trying to be like kind of intimidating, right? They just sort of touch down. Dance without being a dick. 
I don't play no motherfucking games. <laughs> you do, though. Do I have really bad news for you, sir? It's actually the only thing you do to survive and provide for your family. I don't play no motherfucking games. That's like if I went to my job and I at the restaurant and I had like a table and then I went to uh, drop the check and I was like, I don't care about people. Have a wonderful evening. Bitch. Uh, I think I'm at the age where I can finally um, maybe work some shit talk into my daily routine within the confines of my life, I could just become like a little league coach, honestly. But then it's, you're yelling at kids, and they cry, and they like run away, and they get all quiet, and then they need to impress you with their talent to make up for how bad they, okay, fine, you're I've convinced myself. I think I will become a little league coach. I think that sounds pretty fun. Um, I'd like to finish uh, with uh, a few impressions, perhaps. A uh, few things I've been working really hard on. Um, the first is uh, an impression of um, Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 uh, in the audience of a music festival. Tom DeLonge looking in the audience. Where are you? That's it. Uh, another, another. Uh, sorry, not that's it. There's one more, one more, uh, one, one more uh, impression I like to do before I go. This is Ryan Seacrest at Chipotle. Hi, I'll have a burrito. Uh, do you want uh, uh, black, uh, brown beans or, or white, or, or do you want brown rice or white rice? I will not be having. Brown rice or white rice, please. I just want, there's just one beans. Anyway, that's all. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, there we go. Thomas! Yay! Ryan Seacrest is absolutely rice. Right. <laughs> no rice in the burrito. It's just filler. Don't have that. Why would you eat that? It's no flavor. It's dumb. Yay, Thomas. It looks like Gazamo, but I can't read without my glasses on. So clap your hands again together for Thomas. All right, your next comedian. Uh, I met him outside yesterday, and he said, how do I sign up for the open mic? And I was like, you just come by and feel unsafe and <laughs> sign up for the open mic. Uh, everyone's wearing their masks in here. We're, none of us are going to die. Everyone's under 40. Put your hands, except for me. Put your hands together for Aunt Rodriguez. Okay, there we go. So I didn't know I was gonna have four minutes today, so I'm just gonna give you my Tinder profile real quick. Um, it's gonna be short, it's gonna be quick, it may be effective, so that's what I got today, right? One joke. Um, things are changing around us, right? They really are, they're changing every day. And I grew up being a little bitch, I did. And I feared two things growing up, a Madagascar cockroach and rats. So the reason I grew up with them was because we, didn't, we grew up in an area that wasn't gentrified yet. And now we're trying to grow up and just get this thing going. 
So I'd go into the bathroom, and I see this big-ass cockroach. So that means I wasn't going to brush my teeth for the whole day. That's just what happened, all right? So um, eventually I had to conquer this fear. And one thing I learned is that they're trying to brush their teeth, too. So I started getting a toothpick, got a little bristle, and I left them there. And they got the point, so now I have my little space, and they had theirs. And that's kind of what we had. Um, things changed after that. They did, because they stopped showing up. And that meant that they weren't in my neighborhood anymore. That means that I was going to get my ass kicked out really soon. And I kind of got the point when <laughs> I couldn't be there anymore. So I had to move to San Francisco. <laughs> so um, when I got out here, I kind of found them again. I think I found my crowd. So I think I'm sorry. This is all I had today. I that was his first time ever doing comedy. Put your hands together again for Ann Rodriguez. His first time ever. Did you eat a unicorn cupcake? Is everyone afraid of the hostess unicorn cupcakes? Is that what's happening right now? They're, they they don't have pot in them. They're made by hostess. Yay! Thanks, Thomas, for eating a weird little cupcake. Yay! Aunt's having a cupcake, too. There's nothing in them but hostess. Usually there's marijuana inside them, but I couldn't put them in the packages. It's too difficult. Uh, all right, your next comedian. What a special uh, friend he is coming from all over the United States. And right now he's here for you. Put your hands together for Aaron Atkins. Yay! <laughs> it's supposed to be playing, and it's sinking. Here it goes. I found it. Our momentum is dead. All right, how's everybody doing? All right, let's see what. Um, I tried. I tried. It's all good. It's all <laughs> the one. All right, all right. Let's start out with something terrible. All right. Uh, so I was in Tacoma, Washington, right? Uh, and I, my, we were driving past a sports arena there. It's a big dome. It's called the Superdome. And my mom said to me, uh, "Aaron, you know, your your great uncle actually." designed that building, it's called the Superdome. And I said, I'm sorry. Tell him that uh, I don't think it's Superdome. Standing ovation. Did you guys? <laughs> All right, um, what else do I have that's not funny? Uh, oh yeah, do you wanna hear my impression of women? Okay. I'm cold. Thank you. Um, women be cold, though. Am I right? Women be cold. All right, whatever. Fucking <laughs> men in the room. Jeez. Freaking <laughs> feminism ruining everything. Um, I'm going to say this one again because no one thought it was funny. Last time on my first day of public school, some fool was showing me around like all the basketball courts. And he was like, yeah, this is where we play basketball. And I was like, oh, for shizzle. He's like, you don't have to say that. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll just say it on stage. What the hell is a dancery, too? She says dancery. Like, it's like 1800s in this saloon. Hateration, holleration. Um... So you guys know Jerry Seinfeld was dating a 17-year-old when he was 38? Everybody say boo. 
Everybody say boo. 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 I'm going to make fun of it. All right. You want to hear my impression? <laughs> you want to hear my impression, Jerry Seinfeld? <clears throat> All right. What's the deal with women? Always asking you to pick them up from school. Um, don't you just hate it when your girlfriend's parents are the same age as you? Um, to follow up that women joke, uh, I hope no one's offended about my impression of women. Respect. I respect. That's how I, that's I respect women, so I just go around being like, respect. You're not a woman. Take that back. Respect. Um, let the record show that killed. Uh, thank you, sir. I'm actually very secure about my body. Uh, so I was in, when I was in rehab, I was in rehab. <laughs> Nathan Lowe, everybody. That was a way better riff. I had nothing on my mind. I hate that shit. I hate it when literally anybody interrupts any show ever because I'm just like, I got <laughs> nothing funny about that. Just read it. That's what we're going to do. Just anytime. All right. Anyways, when I went to rehab, uh, people started, like, starting rumors for me, like, rumors about me at school, school saying, like, oh, he died. I was like, no, unfortunately, no. I just wanted, like, I just wish I could have been there. Like, I wasn't sad that they, like, made up rumors about me. I just sad that the rumors were so fucking lame, you know? Like, I wish I could have gone back and been like, where does it keep going? And this dancer reaches, baby, baby. All right, all right. Fuck Dr. Seuss. Fuck Dr. Seuss. I'm getting a phone call. I got a a better comedian would answer that. I'm going to decline that because I don't have anything funny to say about it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was in rehab. One of the guys I was in rehab with, he was like, we were in a group, and he was like, me? Why am I here? You want to know why I'm here? Because I'm a master manipulator. And you're like, apparently not, dude. Like, didn't you get expelled from Sarah Lawrence for saying the N-word to prove that it's still offensive? Like, obviously not. Should I not? I, that was a confidentiality thing I just broke, but whatever. Um, God, okay. I'm going to do the greatest hits. All right, so I just watched a guy. If you know the word, sing along. I just, uh, I just I, the other day I saw a guy get arrested trying to steal uh, frozen food from the Indian market. Yeah. Instant korma. Holleration, holleration in this dancery. Um, shit, did I stay up a little bit too long after that one? Uh, I gotta end on a high note. Um, let me end on a high note. Let me end on a high note. Oh, yeah, okay, here, here. So I'm a, t I'm a quarter Asian. Is he? Yeah, yeah, I'm a quarter Asian, so I'm technically a person of color. Technicolor. Thank you. Boom. In this dancery. My name is Aaron Atkins. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Aaron Atkins, everyone. Hooray. Yay, and then yay. Dancery. I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, hey, uh, your next comedian. Ooh, you signed up for it anyway. It's so funny when people look at me like I'm an insane person when they're like, what do you mean I'm up next? I'm like, you signed up for it. Do you not know how to count? Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Pancake. You ain't coming. You ain't never seen nothing, but I know that I'm coming. Try to set me up, but I know that I'm coming. 11th on Racine, and you know that I'm busting. Hello. Hi. Uh, I'm, I'm right on time. Uh, I'm Pancake, the syrup king. I, I got that. 
that stage name because I was bullied. You can laugh, it's okay. No, really. Um, look, I I'm going to be referring to the good text here, <laughs> and I'm going to begin with a small ceremony. Excuse me. Okay. Um, look, I don't care what you've heard about him. You need to trust the Gordon's fishermen. Okay. I, um, I'd like to get into uh, some, some comedy here, but uh, first... First, uh, when I say I saw this article, you ask me, what did it say? Okay, so I saw this article. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> but I'm an expert. I'm an expert on the headline. And, and here is that article now. This is the New York Times Business Sunday edition. And if I could direct you all to the back of this, you would see how far back and to the left. The libtards have become in New York City, okay? Behind every great restaurant is a woman. That means stay in the kitchen. I know. I know. I'm not I'm not one to cause trouble, okay? I'm not a, a Bill Burr type, okay? I I I'm not Bill Barr, that's for sure. But uh uh, let's get into s uh, my routine here. If I ever were to wear blackface continuously, I would only do it to see how many times I got pulled over in a week. This is the twelfth time, officer. It could be the seventh, but I'm going to say it's the thirteenth. I wipe my face. Surprise! This is an outrage. Truth. He's going to go to bed thinking, oh, man, I'm thinking about this. Um, look, look, as you can hear in my voice, <laughs> I am a Lyft driver. D do you ever wonder where all those stains in my car come from? It's just where I tried to peacefully detain a spider, okay? Look, we've, we've all been in lockdown for several, several weeks, but every night since George Floyd's murder, it's sounded like the mist or the happening right outside my door. Every night. No? Thank you? Well, I gotta stop improvising on my set. Look, I had a dream that I was washing my hands with men and women in the restroom. Oh, there were dead bees in the sink, but uh, that's uh, neither here nor there. But that's what made it uh, uh, so jarring for you. Honk, honk, get it. Uh, no, I can, no, it's not, mm -hmm. 
okay, okay, okay. So I was walking around with a $20 bill in my pocket, and I needed to use the restroom in public. Well, I didn't want to use a public restroom. I wanted to use a nice one that, like, employees use, right? And so they're like, sorry, there's no room at the inn. And I'm like, uh, well, do you want me to, to go in the street? Do you, do you want me to break into your neighbor and use their facilities? And they're like, no, it's uh, that's up to you, man. And I'm like, is this a society that you want to live in? Finally, I get to this really nice establishment. And I flash that $20 bill and I say, can I use your restroom? And they say, yeah, dude, just come in. I don't, come on. Who's been turning you down for $20? I'm Pancake. Thank you. Sorry. Pancake. Over Pancake. Who, call, who called you? You should have stopped me while I'm speaking. Uh, hey, that was Pancake. Yay. Yay. Uh, your next comedian, sometimes he has a guitar, sometimes he doesn't. I don't know what he's going to do right now, but he's going to make you laugh. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like mo motion for Josh. Yay! I got up too quickly. I was sitting, I cross legged, and all the blood's flung down through my butt into my uh, leg region. I was seeing stars. I was just making love. Oh, I know. Anyway, baseball is back. Baseball is back, right? Nobody cares. I'll rephrase that. Nobody under 60 cares. George the who, the what now? Police brutality, who? Oh, baseball is back? Oh, great. To give you an idea of how out of touch your average MLB fan is these days, like last A's game I went to, we got to the seventh inning stretch and we're singing Take Me Out at the Ball Game. We get to that part in the song where he's like, you know, if they don't win, it's a shame. And the guy next to me is like, oh, it's one, two, three, four, five. What are we doing? And like, uh, and people, I don't like, I don't, I don't think anyone here has kids. Anyone here have kids? Nobody here has kids. If you have kids, don't fucking take them to the baseball game. Like, if you have money to sit in my section, like you have money for a sitter, because like, I would, if I did the shit that people's kids did at a baseball game, I would go to prison, not jail, just straight to prison. I would be getting sodomized by dinner time. Like if I just stood in front of you, innings like two through eight, just stood directly in front of you, just crotch, ass, crotch, ass, just dug my fingers into your nacho helmet and just white cheese all over your nice new jersey and just like, my, my dad's better than you. Yeah. Like I would go to prison, straight up. Control your kids uh, at the game or just don't bring them. And you know, another thing is don't, don't take your kids to uh, to Disneyland, like, before a certain day. Like, I see people at Disneyland with their kids, like, five years old. I'm like, they're not going to remember that. Don't take your kids to Disneyland. They're not going to remember. Like, if you – and that's this is not comedy. This is just, like, advice on where to not use your disposable income at. Like, it's just don't – like, if you as an adult person need Mr. Toad's wild ride in your life and you can't find a sitter, like, more power to you. Great, go ahead and go. But, like, don't – be resentful against your kid for years and years because the only part they remember about Disneyland was throwing up on the teacups. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to you. 
So yeah, don't let me see you at Disneyland with your five-year-old. I'm I'm there all the time. It's the happiest place on earth. Okay. Um, no, but I do have a kid. Scary as that is to like look at me, just absorb that. This is good radio. Look at me. Um, yeah, absorb that fact. Uh, I, you know, and I had him very young. It's really great. Me and my kid were almost the same age. He was turning 18. I am a svelte 23. So, so again, good radio here. Um, no, I'm only half lion. I had him when I was 16. Uh, so he's turning 18 now. You guys can do the math there, right? It's not a pretty picture. But the best thing about um, the best thing about getting my, you know his so the baby mama's 17. I'm 16. And we had him. The best thing about procreating uh, with a 17 year old when you're 16 is you get to have sex with a jailbait and a milf at the same time. It's the only it's the only, it's the only time when it's okay to do that, and uh, you get a you get a prison. Yeah, people ask me like, do you hey, do you let like you know you have such a good relationship with your kid, you let your kid smoke weed. I'm like, I let my kid smoke weed. He's, he's my dealer. I gotta. I'm not gonna pay club price for dabs. Come on, <laughs> this is what you why you have a kid. Uh, yeah. Now him and me. Now that he's 18, we're gonna start a chain of vape stores. We're gonna sell vape stuff. We're gonna sell R&B records. Gonna be called I Heard It Through the Vape Vine. So follow us on Instagram. Um, if that doesn't work, we're going to sell vape stuff and books. We'll call it the Vapes of Wrath for those of you that read. Yeah, yeah, we read. And uh, I think the real money in vapes is selling it just to kids, right? So we're going to open a vape store that sells just to kids. It's going to be called Statutory Vape. All of our, all of our customers wanted to shop there. I don't know why we're making a federal case out of this. Um. I love my girlfriend a lot. Um, we've been together a long time. If you want an idea of how long uh, we didn't meet on Tinder, we met on Craigslist. And we, yeah, but I mean, the romance is still there. We no longer Netflix and chill. We eat Chex Mix and pay bills. Still, the romance is there. And she's so smart and so funny. I told her, honey, you should be a stand-up. She's like, really, me? Why would I? Why do you think I'd be good at stand-up? I said, honey, you're white. White people are good at anything where you got to, like, own the whole room of people. I'm Josh Kahn. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, folks. Josh Kahn, everyone. Yes. That was lovely. That was that was beautiful energy. You had a great set. Hey, uh, stars all around. Uh, Bruce being a star. He's, this, is, this might be his last open mic with us, so you better clap your hands together like a crazy bitch uh, for your next comedian. It's Nathan Lowe. Hi, hi, hi. If you heard your last comedian, I'm a star. I'm very excited about being a star. Oh my gosh, give it up for your last comedian. Killed it. Room full of white people. Inspired. It's like it's so, so hard to be racist these days. <laughs> and Thomas, too, didn't get the credit he deserved. It was also his first time doing stand-up comedy tonight. <laughs> Fucking firebombed the place and not like his last joke like this one no one felt uncomfortable even a little bit you're very easy to like <laughs> Aaron Atkins went up that fucking walking talking TikTok. where'd he go <laughs> went outside with pancake they're practicing dances right now <laughs> in this dancery <laughs> he just kept saying it at the end of every time it made me laugh harder every single time no, but I am moving. I'm moving to Los Angeles. Boo. Uh. 
mixed response. You can tell who has good self-esteem in here. <laughs> I don't, so I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm like looking for places, looking for rooms. I put up a photo, which I thought was cool to do, on like comedy scene, a couple other like Facebook pages, like, hey, this is me, this is my face, I am looking for roommates, this is my budget, this is my job, etc. Uh, turns out gay guys don't really need Grinder. They turn every app into Grinder. <laughs> I no, I got a lot of messages. Guess how many of them were about apartments? How guess how many? Not like fucking maybe one, like maybe one, but it was like half. It was like I have a three bedroom available on my face. Some of them weren't that subtle. One of them just said, fuck my carcass, you insatiable bison. I'm like, what do you do with that? Do you hit the like button? What do you <laughs> Where do we go from here? We've already taken it so far. There's no way to step it back. It's like I got a couple uh, acting gigs out of it, actually. Just the, just the photo on the Facebook ad. A lady hit me up, said, I think I have a role that would suit you. So I just got cast. I am an erotic masseuse in a Walmart parking lot. I'm very excited about it. She said I had great bone structure and I showed real promise. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I do like one of them. She's like, you could do this acting gig. I have some roles for you real quick. Can you grow a mustache? Fucking no. <laughs> uh, now I feel self-conscious about it. I I'm not even there yet. And I'm already thinking like, man, my upper lip isn't good enough for this town. But my bottom lip, according to a couple guys, <laughs> Both of them together, that would really get me someplace. <laughs> it's going to be weird finding shit because I don't want to go down there and just do the acting thing because that's fucking lame and actors drive me nuts. But it's so funny how quickly I was just like, man, I'm going to need maybe like a cleanse. Maybe I should just take care of my pores. What am I doing here? <laughs> it's like I lived with girls for so long and they're all crazy about your product and everything. Like I, I lived with two girls for a long time. It's just all these products in the bathroom just smell privileged out the ass. <laughs> like, dudes, we're selling ourselves short with, like, just sandalwood. Just sandalwood? Really? They got all these smells. Oh, my God, Gus is squeezing, just rubbing all that shit on my face. <laughs> smell like rose water. Someone was just, like, putting cigarettes out into it. My dick smells like an acai bowl. You got no idea what my life's like, dude. <laughs> it's going to be weird going down there. I do have this stupid, you know, copy Trumpy face, very Republican bone structure. A lot of people come up to me and just like assume that I like was in the military, like Amher was. People come up to me like, hey man, thanks for your service. I'm like, huh? I have to explain. I'm like, I'm not brave. I'm <laughs> Where'd you serve? I'm like, dude, I couldn't serve at a Denny's. <laughs> I didn't even finish the campaign on Call of Duty and that was a game. That was just a game that you could play. God damn, fucking silly. You were talking about Disney. Right, you were talking about like Disney World, Disneyland, don't take your kids. My sister's almost 30, and she still goes every year to Disney. Not alone, with five other 30 to 35 just terrible people. Just like they're, they're just like, they're, I'm a singer. You're not, you're in sales. Just like these people, you know people who sing when they're happy? My sister will wake up and she's like, it's Tuesday. I only sing, I only sing when I'm borderline suicidal. Just pacing around in my house. My life's going nowhere. 26, I just jerked off into a toilet. What you gotta do? You live with three girls, you gotta jerk off in the toilet. 
It's a lot like, have you ever been late for work and you have to just like eat your food really fast over the sink? It's kind of like that, but it's <laughs> way more vulgar. <laughs> oh man, uh, this has been this has been a fucking treat. Uh, let's see, what do I want to end on here? Okay, I think that uh, you know, coronavirus has been really dope for guys with weak chins. And really not dope for creepy deaf people who get off on reading people's lips from far away. They do that. Do you know that? They're like low-level superheroes. And also low-key racist. All of them. It's them against the world. They hate everybody that isn't that can hear shit. But uh, it's okay. They're not going to take over because, everybody, it's not hereditary. Okay. End on a sizzle. My name's Nathan Lowe. This has been a goddamn blast. Pay Pam money. Hopefully his music will be com- his musical will be coming out soon though. Just sit back and see it drizzle. It's great. It's a lovely. It's really catchy. Super catchy. Uh, your next comedian, uh, she hasn't caught anything despite usually being in the woods at this time, and you would think that she'd at least get poison oak. But uh, there's no rainbow gathering, so she's uh, gathering here, uh, gathering her jokes together and putting them on stage. Put your hands together for Rachel Pinson. <laughs> Why'd you have to start with such a sad note? Exactly. Oh, because she was like, oh, she can't be at this gathering. Blah, blah, blah. You guys know hippies? You guys know what hippies are? Okay. (laughs) I was one once. Let's not talk about it. Actually, if I can please just not have anybody's attention in the room, I just want to let you know right now, like, nothing I'm saying is important or relevant I just happen to have a microphone, and I'm talking. I'm actually just wasting all of your time. You guys are going to be older when I'm done, and you're not going to learn anything from this. It's really just me saying words, slightly amplified to the people on our listening audience, and a live stream that I covered the thing, because I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. All right, man, I got kicked off stage. I got kicked off stage last week. You guys remember that? Because I fucked too much. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck too much. Fuck too much in public. And they had to shut me down. I thought this was a free speech, fucker. Fuck, fuck. But we're inside now, so I can fuck all I want. I can fuck all I want. I'm not going to fuck Dr. Seuss because I'm not a necrophiliac. Uh, I'm not going to fuck the police because that's how you make more police. I might fuck a judge because I think that's how you get everybody off, right? I don't know. I'm working on it. COVID times, people are like, oh, you need to stock up on toilet paper, man. Toilet paper, it's gonna, like, it's gone. It's gone. It's going to go. It's going to go. You're not going to be able to wipe your ass. No one knows how to clean their asses. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, okay, so I got a bunch of toilet paper, but nobody told me that I was going to go through batteries so fast, you know? <laughs> fuck. I talked to my dad recently. He has the most depressing hobby where he just, like, is a pole bearer for old vets that are dead. And he spends a lot of time in funerals. He told me that he saw my grandma, her uh, her tombstone the other day on my mom's side. He's like, yeah, I saw my ex-mother-in-law, and she's still not talking to me. Like, yeah, that b- dad joke. It was a real dad joke, and it went just as good as I thought it would. And it was like, <laughs> cool. 
Oh man. You're talking about Disney Disney World, right? Who was talking about Disney World? Just the stuff that's that was relevant. I remember like I'm from Ohio and I my mom picked me up from school one day and she was like, You can go anywhere you want this weekend. Where would you go? And I was like, Disney World, obviously, Mom. Yeah, Disney World. Fuck yeah, Disney World. And she was like, actually, we're going to go to St. Louis. And I'm like, not even close. <laughs> not even a little bit. It's fine. I didn't go to Disneyland until I was 23 or something, like on my own. Yeah, right. Cause, uh, anyway, I wanted to go to Disney World, not Disneyland. Florida, Ohio. There's a, okay, there's no joke there. Like I said, nothing I'm saying is important or relevant. It's not. It isn't. I got invited to a dinner party, but it wasn't a dinner party. It was a Donner party, and I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food, you know? <laughs> How else are we going to get through the winter? Did you guys know that AIDS is not helpful? And consensus says that cereal is soup. I try... Was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck that then. Oh, nothing's original. Uh. All right. It's cool. I try to get to a five-star restaurant, but I can't fucking reach. And that was the worst joke I ever wrote, and I love it. It's great. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Super fun stuff. So, like, my mom is super, um, whatchamacallit, strict. She didn't let me, like, join Girl Scouts, but perverts. Perverts. I didn't even know what that word meant, but she was perverts. No, you can't. And I was in sixth grade, and I wanted to go to Washington, D.C., because that was, like, what's sick. Like, that was uh, Washington, D.C. in the sixth grade, and you're a traffic guard. It's your honor. It's your right as a civil citizen of this country. Anyway, trying to do my civic duty here. And she said I could go, but I couldn't do any of the fundraisers. I'm, like, 12. I'm, like, how am I going to pay for it? There's a recession. I can't get a job. But my grandpa would give me $5 when I saw him. And my dad said he would match all the money I made. And lucky for me, my sister had a crippling pill addiction that I didn't know about because I was so young, you know. And she just had a kid. So she's like, hey, man, like, can I borrow that $5 for um, diapers? I was like, sure. She's like, and I'll double it next month. I'm like, okay. So she doubled it. I got $10 next month. The next month I got 20 and then 40, and then 80, and my dad matched it, and I got to go to Washington, D.C., man. I got to go. Yeah, but who really paid for that trip was, like, me, my sister, or the pharmaceutical company. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to Washington, Mom. No perverts there. Get to Washington on my own. Get to Disneyland on my own. Anyway, the CIA is the biggest drug cartel in America. That's not a joke. <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. Cool, yeah, that sounds about right. I grew up super trashy, man. I didn't know. I didn't know. You don't know these things until other people pointed out. Like, you want to go thrifting? Like, can you back to school shopping? Because I always did that. Like, in high school, I had to tell my boyfriend he, he should get tested. He's like, have you been cheating on me? I'm like, no, dude, for, like, head lice because, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Who wouldn't have been, you know? And I had this boyfriend, I had an Asian boyfriend, I think he fetishized me for being trashy. Because he was like, you say something to me so I can pimp you out. I'm 13 years old, don't tell me how to raise my baby. Mama didn't pay the water bill, that's okay, because we got Mountain Dew. 
I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies. Rachel Vinson, Tiny Loan Shark. I know, it's the second time you've forgotten that tag. I feel like it's working out of your set. That's why I just wanted to remind you, Tiny Loan Shark. Yeah, yeah, hey, I listen to your jokes. I know what's going on. All right, uh, I'm going to run around and do dirty jokes. Yeah. Beefing all the shit, these niggas think... We're all so safe in here. Thanks for giving me money. Uh, cupcakes. So uh, some comedians have said that I have a very maternal look uh, and that they don't want to fuck their mom. And I'm like, that's fine, but what about your stepmom? Heard about those tropes in porn. My question is, are the actresses real stepmoms or just really good actresses? Like, I don't know. I only have, I had my first abortion in 1995. And uh, thank you. I know. That was <laughs> 25 years ago. And uh, I really, I really only have one regret about that abortion. And that, you know, it's that I, I had it because if I would have kept him, I could be fucking all of his friends right now. How did I fuck that one up? Big regret, big abortion regret. Yeah, don't get yeah, don't get to fuck my my dead ghost of a son's twenty five year old friends. I like to imagine sometimes that some of the comedians are actually the soul of the aborted child I had, but my ex husband was black, so like there's only like one or two that I can bring it. Mike Evans Jr. He's the okay, very funny young man. I've been, uh, I, don't, I don't watch porn, it's not a thing I do, it's not a thing I've ever done, just I have a really vivid imagination, I actually uh, masturbate to podcasts, but I, I've heard about, I know, and not just the ones that I'm in, you know what I mean, not just, I mean like I'm a narcissist with self-esteem issues, so I'm a psychopath, yay, um, maybe a sociopath, I don't know, but no, not just to my own audience, just other people. Uh, but I don't watch porn, and so I've been hearing about it. Everyone's like, oh, you find your fetish, and you like your porn, and you find what you like, and you figure out about yourself. And so I actually found what I really like to masturbate to. And it is s my fetishes are super specific. I like uh, bearded lumberjacking people surviving. Uh, I have a lacrimation fetish. That means I like to watch men cry. I don't like to watch women cry, which is why I don't watch porn, right? Because they're all crying. They're all so sad. <laughs> Why is this chick in my face? I'm crying. I'm like, oh, you have a lacrimation fetish. You just don't want to admit it. <laughs> I like to watch men cry. Also, um, you know, like I, I like to, I have a, I've sort of, I used to have an eating disorder, so I like to watch people in uh, under, you know, starving duress and stuff. So what I recently found is free on the History Channel. It's called Alone, which is what I, when I masturbate to, I'm always alone. Has anybody seen the show Alone? No one knows about this. It's people out surviving, and it is an anorexic's fucking wet dream. They're all starving, and they're <laughs> I'm like, oh, you haven't eaten in two days? Ha-ha! <laughs> and now you're crying? I feel so good about myself. <laughs> so good. They never take their clothes off, and I'm sure they smell just as funky as I do. 
Uh, it's good. I uh, I haven't been. No, I don't shower much. It's COVID time. So it's blue shower. It's good. Um, they uh, the I had to go to the doctors and stuff, and they want to do the COVID testing, and they're like, you know, we'd also like a urine sample and a feces sample. And, you know, I said, do you just want a pair of my underwear? <laughs> like, I haven't <laughs> done laundry in a really long time. I don't have any 